0: <laughs>
1: Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to the latest Victory Pod latest edition. And kind of, well, you know, half Victory Pod because we got these two game weeks going on. But hey, it's a, it's a it's a solid four point week. So solid. Is what I'm going to call it. Uh, it works. We'll we'll what? we'll get into all of the action from the games. But my good what's buddy on, Dan man? is with me. I'm Jimmy. Dan, what's going on, man? Jimmy, Slim Jim, what's going on? <laughs> The, What's up, man? Uh, how you doing? How's uh, the house? I'm
2: good. I house is good. I, I can hear outside there are children playing basketball and I feel like an old man I'm just going to open my window and be like get off my lawn. You fox? I can do that now. <laughs> I, I can. And I you know I woke up I, I don't know why I care so much but there was an empty Capri Sun pouch in my driveway and I'm like
1: uh, who piss me off.
2: Who's throwing trash? Okay, put it in the trash can. And who even still drinks Capri Sun? Children. So we're <laughs> we're, we're going at it. We're going to war. I'm buying Nerf you guns live, on Amazon tonight.
1: You do live near a school, so
2: that's true. They're all over the damn place. I hope my dog bites them.
1: It's known vicious animal splinter. Hey, yeah, that's, speaking uh, of vicious animals,
2: <laughs> uh, Jimmy's trying to adopt another cat, folks. And this, is, yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope we hear yeah. some shit tonight. Is all I got to say.
1: Yeah, so we we got another cat, and turns Let's out get ahead. That adult cats don't like each other. Um, <laughs> no, so... they don't. <laughs> adult humans don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, so you know we have these two adult cats now that can't be in the same room at the same time. So I am in the room with oh the new God. cat because we're keeping her where I normally record my podcast. Um, but, but, but there's windows in the door to the rest of the basement. So if our current cat wow. walks up to the door, you might hear like demon cat fighting sounds because that's what it sounds like when they start like, growling at each other. Do they so, bat
2: at each other? Do they do the paw thing? Like right in each other's head? Like pop, pop, pop.
1: a little bit. Yeah. Like I think our old oh, cat just my wants favorite. to be friends, but our new cat just like hates everything. So well, yeah.
2: Um, new cats. Like, why did you take me from my comfortable place? Where, where was Was it in the shelter?
1: It was a shelter. We adopted it. It had been abused before, so I think it's got some, like, yeah, it's got some some issues. It's trying to work through. So you know, we're trying to give it a good home. But
2: abused cat. That's terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, so for 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 the pod's sake, I hope we hear some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Just pretend everything is normal.
2: Um I will not. I might laugh because I know I know exactly what's going on, man. When I was younger, we brought another cat into the house, and our cat, oh my god. I was like, what is wrong? What, what is happening? She was not okay. <laughs> yeah. It was not okay. Scary. Scary. Um, um hey, new pod, new iTunes reviews, man. We got two new ones.
1: All right.
2: This is sweet, man. Let's hear them. You're gonna love this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one first. Uh it's the longer one. That came in first from Marty the Vet. Five stars. It says, shout it. it says, wasn't sure at first. Um, that's fair, Marty. We we had a rough start. All right. We're trying to find our <laughs> flow here. Uh, he said, not sure that there are other options to follow SKC. You'd probably be correct. Uh, we're probably the only ones.
1: <laughs> Is that mean uh, we're the, were the, be- the best of, of the only option? Probably so. so. Uh, there you that go. That works for me. Five <laughs>
2: stars. Seriously, though, I really do enjoy the humor and the break breakdown post game insight is good well done well done boys now i have this in addition to my london is blue to get my footy fix thanks marty gilmore uh,
1: marty. Uh, is, is that a chelsea
2: thing is that is london marty. chelsea
1: i think that's a chelsea thing and oh boy. it is not often it is Uh-oh. it is not often ladies and gentlemen that an everton fan gets to gloat <laughs> but let me tell you people
0: Get Everton em. may
1: have gotten another coach fired and the good thing is this time it's not our own coach because Woo. we might have gotten Chelsea's coach fired after an embarrassing 2-0 loss to Everton and uh what can I say guys you know not a, there's there's only room for one blue team and this time it's going to be Everton so
2: that's big time don't that's funny
1: pay no attention to the table standings we're just going to focus on this one singular game standings and, don't matter uh, standings it's have just a, a grand old chart time. <laughs> Grand old time with the grand old team, Everton. That's what I yeah. say. So
2: oh, you are you are such a, a positive jewel in a in a black yeah, well, cave.
1: It's it's not often Everton fans get to be happy. So on, on the few moments that we do, you you got to cherish them. So.
2: That's true. You got to cherish it until the next game, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll probably lose to like I don't know, Some terrible <laughs> team. Yeah, fighting hey. for.
2: Well, who knows? this next one's really cool, by the way. Uh, it was from Piper Chupacabra. And I think that's kind of a callback when I was calling, uh, didn't we call Diego the Chilean Chupacabra? Who, Chilean who was
1: Chupacabra. That? Yeah, he came back that to bite us.
2: Yeah, he did, didn't he? We'll talk about that, son of a bitch. Uh, it says, <laughs> keep up God's work. I just said, son of a bitch and God's work in the same sentence.
1: We're on a mission uh, from God.
2: Five stars. <laughs> As always, my week is not complete until I get my fix with no other pod. Please do a shout out to Pack Thirty Three Hundred Four KCK. Now we we had to Google this, folks. We just wanted to make sure we weren't doing a shout out to like some white supremacists or something, or some uh, we did we anti semi- anti Semitic <laughs> groups or something, you know. But we uh, want to get
1: Brett Farved.
2: It's Boy Scouts, man. Uh, shout out, shout out to Pack Thirty Three Hundred Four, Kansas City, Kansas. That's cool.
1: There you go. We got. Were you ever in Scouts, bro? Apparently- uh, I was until I was like 11 and then I was not good at it. And then ah. I, I don't even, I don't know. Like, I think below is a thing. I don't know if yeah, I made that. I made not. it
2: to below. Yeah. I didn't go I, any I further. I don't think though. I made
1: that. So. So you probably you made it Eagle to like Scout.
2: bears or something. You were a bear. I was
1: definitely bears. I was bear. Wolves, I think is a, maybe a thing. Well, uh, I got into
2: football and it, it interfered with after school football practice. And I was like, you kind of got to pick, you got to pick one or the other. So it was CTE tough.
1: or helping people. So I know, man. But I, mean, I was a, i made some
2: bitch ass Pinewood Derby cars. Those were good times.
1: Oh, man. Ah, now we're talking. That was the best Remember part of Pinewood Derby. I'd work, yeah. I'd work on the
2: aerodynamics and I'd get last place every time. I thought I was good, oh, yeah. but I didn't. I wasn't good.
1: I sucked. I sucked. <laughs> but that's why I bounced after 11. Very so. cool, man. Well,
2: shout out, shout out to that pack, man. That's cool. That's, uh, I didn't know we had any scouts listening. So, uh, I should be careful with my crude, crude humor. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I got to grow. This up is America. Sometime. Who cares? This is America. So. <laughs> um. Well, cool, well, man. Cool. Well, yeah, we, Can have, we talk about soccer. Yeah, let's do it, man. We got a lot of soccer to talk about this week. Two games. Um. Of Two course, games. the CCL game and the MLS game at uh, Colorado Rapids. We're gonna flip things this week. Um. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the Colorado game first. Because It's fresh, just because. It's fresh. There's Certified. a couple things we want to talk about there, but it's not as fun. We don't we don't have a a ton of stuff to go over, but we're gonna we're gonna go over this. Um, it was The lineup came out, and it was pretty much the first choice lineup, except Kellen Rowe was in there for Johnny Russell, and pretty so I'm full thinking strength. okay, interesting. Don't know how I feel about it from the standpoint of these people just played 72 hours earlier in an intense game against uh, Independiente. But hey, super intense. Were you, were, you, were you feeling good with that lineup once it came out? I was shocked. but Maybe
2: he was like, you know, we'll just push them through because these guys got, you know, 13, 12 days off. You know, we don't have to play another competitive match for 12 days or whatever it is. Um, So, but I was still surprised. I don't know. I'd probably be a bad coach, dude, because I certainly would have rotated some guys. I'd be like, you know, you just played that home game against Philly, which was pretty rough, and then you turned around and played pretty, uh, pretty full strength.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Is like, hey, man, I, I mean, I guess I thought Namath would be in there because I don't, we said before, Hurtado, I don't know what's going on with Hurtado. We've yeah, only I seen him know. for a little bit. He wasn't even he there.
2: He wasn't in the 18, was he?
1: Um, i'm looking no he wasn't so
2: i think he was at home like tweeting videos out of uh johnny russell's goal that we'll talk about but uh he, he didn't even travel
1: um I, yeah we had one forward on the bench um rodney wallace was supposed to be in the 18 we ended up only with a 17 because rodney wallace's yeah. wife had a baby that's um, pretty cool so congrats to rodney wallace um, What was the, what was the baby's
2: wife. name it was kind of memorable um now I can't remember. So
1: memorable you forgot it. So memorable I forgot <laughs> it. Stupid. No, I didn't see it. Um, but... Well, I'm gonna find Yeah, it. this was the first time Abdul Rwadabaye was in the the 18.
2: Um, Malibu. It's Malibu Wallace. She's a Malibu Bobby.
1: Oh, that's kind of a cool name. I think it. Kinda. Kinda. I couldn't pull it off. I don't look like a Malibu. Malibu but, um, you know, hey, congrats to the Wallaces and little Malibu. Yeah. Um, this was going to be an interesting game because uh, this was basically playing old sporting KC. I mean, we got Benny Failhaber, we got Diego yeah. Rubio, we got Kai Kamara.
2: Um, Kind of different?
1: Yeah. Felt weird. So, it was different. First half wasn't a whole lot that really happened. Um, I think the most exciting thing that happened in the first half came uh, near the end of it in the 44th minute when who knows what the hell Tim Howard was doing. He just decided to pass it right to Sporting KC, and uh, yeah. Roger almost chipped it into the goal, and it bounced off the crossbar. Um, dude, they, it, tried to chip,
2: they tried to chip Howard a couple times. Like, later on in the game, Kellen Rowe tried it, and uh, Howard was like, nice try. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, Rowe, I mean, hey, I, I like the idea. He saw something. Try it out? Um, hell yeah, dude. All you got to do is try. He was on target, so, I mean, hey. Good for him. He's trying to make his mark, trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, why not? But, yeah. But it was, not this a, was a – Howard was different, dude. Howard definitely
2: looks like like an old older goalkeeper. He's not as spry as a, as a Tim Melia is. Well, Tim Melia definitely wasn't that spry. But uh, first half, <laughs> dude, you kind of feel like uh, – uh, you kind of start missing Benny Fellhaber. You kind of miss the time when – when he would get over on the ref's face, like, are you, are you kidding me? And he did this thing where he always puts his shoulders up. He, like, hides his neck. He goes full-on <laughs> fail-hobber turtle and just puts his arms out. And I'm like, you know what? It's really annoying when you see it from the, not- the other side. Like, when it was on our team, true. I was all about it. But now I'm just like, man, somebody lay this dude out.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, Dom Dwyer. When he was on Sporting KC, yeah. he, like, you knew everyone hated him, but you kind of loved him. He's piss. Like, oh, He's our own little jerk, but now when uh, you know he's flopping all over the place from Orlando City, you're like, I don't, I don't want that. So yeah,
2: you're like, look at this tool; it's unbelievable.
1: But yeah, Benny, um, he was he was doing Benny things. He was getting mad all night at the ref and throwing his Diego hands in Diego too, his hair man.
2: And- Diego was diving as well and trying to get calls. So it's like it was annoying. I didn't like it.
1: So, okay, so yeah, there was that Diego flop. We'll we're, we're, we'll talk about the goals here in a second, but I do want to ask you about that Diego flop. Um, he did get a yellow card for diving. I know you were tweeting about it. Tell me where I've seen this before. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, do you think it was actually a card worthy flop?
2: Well, I think he did it a couple times throughout the game though, and I think the ref was finally just like I don't think he ever warned him for flopping. I think he was just like, "Okay, you I I saw you do this earlier." that's enough yellow card. Yeah. Like he, he just started handing cards out. He was done, man. He was done. <laughs> and shout, shouts to the cauldron right now. They had a very funny, uh, very funny tweet that said Botan Barat was, was the very first, uh, player and referee of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, Botan, that's hilarious. Botan shout and out Alan to Chapman. white bald men everywhere.
1: Oh yeah. Where's uh where Jake Yadrich at? So <laughs> Mr. Clean looking um. sons of bitches. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe Botan is just Jake yodrich, and they just put, that's why they pulled him off of sideline duty. They're like, we need you at center back. Um, well, I just want to know, is
2: it a choice to be bald or could Botan have some hair? I don't, I just want to know on what stage in life are we, is your, is your mom's brother a bald man? Is that why you're bald too? I just need to a good know. a question.
1: This. I don't know if anyone's asked him that. Like this is some of the hard hitting investigative journalism that we miss when, when Dan isn't able to ask players questions directly. So, I'm just saying, put put me back there. <laughs> put me in, coach. Um So, yeah, it, you know, it first half not overly exciting. Um you're thinking, okay, well, if Sporting KC gets out of here with a draw, like it's not the worst result coming off of a 3 days rest, you playing at an altitude on the road. Well, then um about 9 minutes into the second half, Sporting KC's Doing something that they've done many a time. They're trying to play out of the back. They're generally pretty good at it. Timmy uh, kicks the ball over to Matt Beasler. Matt Beasler is facing a, a high press from Colorado. Kicks it back to Tim Melia. Melia must not have been paying attention because he let the ball cross across the face of his body, and this little Chilean chupacabra, Diego Rubio, was oh right my there. God, pounced on it. Puts the ball right in the back of the net. And, uh, and suddenly it was one zero Colorado. So,
2: um, I swear to God, I looked away from the TV for some reason. I must have had my hand in my, in my bag of pretzels or something because I looked up and I'm seeing celebrations. I I, I don't, I I didn't know how to feel. What am I, what am I watching? What is this? What, what what's happening?
1: Yeah, well it had all happened way too fast. Didn't really matter if you were watching or not because the fantastic camera work from Fox Sports Kansas City cut away so you did not see the goal when it happened. Um so, Really? Yeah, we didn't none of the, those of us watching live didn't actually see it until they showed the replay cuz all of a sudden we're like what the hell happened? Matt Beisler had the ball, you cut the camera to like Roger Espinoza. all of a sudden it's a goal. Like did Beisler just run up and kick wow. it straight into our own net? What happened? Um but this is just, it's not often you see a mental error like this from Tim Melia, but that will Ryan, never
2: happen again. You know no. damn well that'll never happen again.
1: No, never. And I, you know, if you were to ask Tim I Melia about that post game, right. he would have just sounded so sad and taken all the blame for himself. Um, oh,
2: of course. I mean, thank God Johnny bailed us out later, dude, because this was this felt bad. I was like, if we lose in this fashion, this sucks. To have Diego score that kind of goal on you, and and I gotta tell you, there was a lot of controversy there about players uh, celebrating when they score a goal against their former team. And I even tweet, I even texted you, and I was like, "Is there some unwritten rule about this? Like I had heard something, you know, but it's all hearsay, dude. It's whatever." A lot of people are like, "Well, if he would have celebrated at at Children's Mercy Park, it might have been, you know, tasteless. But if he didn't celebrate at..." Colorado it it could be a slap in the face to the Colorado fans but also like we traded him without his say so so I mean why why not celebrate why not do a little crotch chop right in front of Peter Vermees (laughs)
1: yeah so i (laughs) i I haven't actually seen firsthand anybody who is upset about it and maybe that's because i didn't go on the cauldron facebook
2: page um i was just concerned oh don't go on the cauldron facebook page by the way that's a very (laughs) negative environment someone needs to shut that down
1: (laughs) (laughs) i wish they would have thought of that before um (laughs) i am i am not at all upset about like go on diego celebrate your little heart out i do not care like Even if we didn't trade him, I don't really care. I think it's kind of silly. But we did trade him. I don't know if he had any say in his trade or not. I don't know. I don't think he was unhappy in Kansas City by any means. I also don't think he was, like, the world's happiest person in Kansas City. I think he was just in Kansas City, and he was fine when he was here. But, like, he, I mean, one, it was a pretty cool goal from the standpoint of he was probably using his historical knowledge of Kansas City to know, hey, beezer's got this ball he's not he's not about to boot it upfield he's gonna send this ball right back to Melia. i'm gonna be here to jump on it Uh, that's what he
2: said in the in the post-game presser he was like they like to play out of the back and and the center back pass it to the keeper and i'm like shut up don't act like you don't know us use their goddamn (laughs) names matthew passed it to timothy fucking act like (laughs) you know him goddamn
1: uh but scoring in soccer is hard you should celebrate when you score. And when you do it because it you outsmarted the other team, like more power to you. I don't care at all. More, like I get if it's like Wayne Rooney scores in his first game back at old Trafford when he's with Everton and he doesn't want to score and like kiss the Everton badge in front of all the man U fans. Like that makes sense. Like that makes sense. Okay. Do you think Diego tell Rubio me, is sorry, not on that level? So yeah. Tell me
2: this. I think, If Ike Opara comes to Children's Mercy Park and he scores a header on us, I don't think he celebrates in front of the cauldron. I really don't. I think he kind of hushes everything, you know, hugs his teammates and and runs back to the the thing. I don't think he does anything crazy at Children's Mercy Park. That's just me. I don't know why. I I have a different feeling about his departure.
1: I don't think he does either. And I honestly, Ike was such a fan favorite that like... Let's say he scores in front of the cauldron. I agree with you. I think he probably hugs his teammates. I think he might even like point or nod to the cauldron. And hell, call me crazy, I think the cauldron might even applaud him. Like, Ike's yeah. that kind of dude where they everybody loved him so much. Um, if he did celebrate, like, again, I wouldn't necessarily be upset. Now, I would probably be a little weird if he like jumped up on the fence and was like, Doing the suck it motion of the cauldron. Like that'd be a little weird.
2: But <laughs> that just needs to be every celebration, by the way. Dude, <laughs> we saw Ilya do it down in uh, down in Panama. He did some kind of diamond over his crotch or whatever he was doing.
1: Ilya gets a little feisty on the field, let me tell you. A little feisty, um, dude.
2: He is he's a he's a Spanish sexual being, you know. He's uh he, he <laughs> oh knows God. what he's doing.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. Well we'll we'll talk about Ilya a little bit later. Um <sighs> He's like anyway. a hairless mouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, when, sidebar. Uh, when I was, we were asking Ilya <laughs> some questions uh, after the Independiente game, and they do it weird for CCL. They don't let you in the locker room oh, because CONCACAF Being all stupid? No. So, well, they they do it out in the hallway. They do a mixed zone they call it, where they got the backdrop and the, the journalists are separate, separated by a barrier nah. from the players because Concacaf's trying to be all sort of a big deal. Um, trying. So we're out in like a hallway, and Ilya is standing there. And let me tell you, he's looking dapper in his suit. It is a well, well-tailored well dark blue navy suit with some pinstripes. He's looking good. He's he's a handsome man. Of course. And uh, some some uh, some ladies are walking by who must have been coming from working concessions or whatnot. And they're not used to seeing these players out in this hallway because players aren't usually out in this hallway. And they stopped and literally started like waving and like blowing kisses to Ilya. Because they're like what? looking at him. Yeah, they were they were hyped to see him so, blowing kisses. Who yeah, does exactly. that? Yeah, well, apparently the uh, the ladies of Children's Mercy Park. So who were these? Who were they? Describe these women. I don't know who they were. They were people coming from from working the concessions wherever they were, and they they got excited. Well, I don't know to see were Elie. they were they good looking? Was it a large Marge? What what, what was it? I, I didn't even look to see much who they were other than they were women because uh, I was busy recording yeah. Elie's uh, answer. But he kind of chuckled gotta... and he waved at him. So did he did know, he blow kisses back? He did not do that. So I think he's probably. It. I think he's got a playing hard to get. I see so, you. Anyway, um, that was That's our Il- side sidebar. <laughs> That's a great story. I love it. I I blow kisses at him. No homo. I do it every game. He's yet to blow Absolutely. him back though. So
2: he would have to blow him back, or I'd go cry myself to sleep. So <laughs> just saying.
1: Um, anyway, so Diego scores this goal. It's one zero. And, yeah, I think at kind of that point, I was like, gosh, dang it. It's going to be one of those nights. And it really felt yep. like it was going to continue to be one of those nights. So, A little and,
2: frustration. You're kind of feeling that all the way into halftime. you're Or all the way past halftime, you're just feeling frustrated, you know?
1: Yeah, and Sporting had the lion's share of the possession all night. It was something like 60-40 or something 61, like that. 61-39. Like, yeah. uh, but Colorado outshot Sporting Kansas City. Um, 13 to nine granted only two to four on target, yeah. but, um, they were getting shots off. So it, you know, it, it was, it was a a little back and forth game. If you look at the XG for the game, it, it indicates a one, one tie probably should have been the result. And that's about, that's what we got. Um, it almost became two zero in the 78th minute because Kellen Acosta took a free kick
2: Yes.
1: Bounced off the wall. I didn't see it go off the wall at one point at first, so I was like, What the no. hell is Tim doing? He just stood there and it bounced off the crossbar. But that was a little scary.
2: Yeah. Tim was so. tracking it. He's gonna block this shot, but it, it took uh it took a deflection off Felipe's head. And Tim just watches it like you could see it in his face, like, You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> yeah. We got Just real couldn't do anything lucky. about it.
1: Oh no, yeah. He I mean, that ball was curling to the opposite side of the net. Tim's getting over there. He's gonna block it, and all of a sudden, Felipe, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Felipe's just trying to deflect it, but he almost deflected it right yeah. into the, you know, opposite corner of the net from Timmy. So yo,
2: how about how about coach uh uh Anthony Hudson trying to take off Kellen Acosta right before that free kick and he waves off the substitution, he's like, Stop it, I'm feeling it, I'm gonna take this free kick. Did you notice that? I didn't see that no. Yeah, dude. He was about to get subbed off and he just said, No, no, let me take this first and then I'll sub off.
1: Pull the Chelsea, did he? So Okay.
2: A little bit. And and at the same <laughs> time you know and kind of just more recently, uh, when KU lost to Iowa State, whatever, we all knew it was gonna happen. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> right in the last twenty seconds, the Iowa State coach was gonna put on all the uh all the bench players to you know, to get like twenty seconds in a championship game, whatever they'll never see it again, and and they all said no, no, let the starters finish. They said we're gonna stay right here, and the coach was just like, "Why are you guys not doing what I'm saying? Like, what the when hell, did man? a coach stop being a coach? Like, you're in charge. If I want to sub you off, get the hell off the field."
1: Yeah. I, well, how come no one's understanding that? I don't. I mean, man. You could argue that in professional sports, coaches aren't in charge. They're not the ones getting paid tens of millions of dollars. I mean, they should be in charge, I guess, in theory. But, like, look at the NFL. It's college. Antonio Brown just went crazy. He didn't care what his coach said. He basically ran that whole situation until he got himself traded. So, college, that's yes. That's true, dude. That's he was in an story. interview
2: talking about, how, he was talking about how Roethlisberger runs that place up there. Yeah, and he, Roethlisberger puts the blame on everyone else and shit.
1: Yeah. It's crazy stuff happening up there. Um, yeah. But anyway, no, I didn't I didn't see that. But hey, it almost paid off. He almost scored. So
2: it almost worked.
1: It wasn't really that good but of a free I, kick. Uh, it was Felipe who did it, but <laughs> right.
2: Th- then they they sub on Johnny Russell, and you're like, you knew this was gonna happen. Everyone on Twitter is like, make these changes. I, I like how everyone becomes a coach, by the way. They're talking about the changes they would make, like and they're usually right because Peter's pretty predictable with those subs and everything, but you knew Johnny Russell was coming on and and hopefully make an immediate impact.
1: He came on. It was not immediate. Well, I mean, well, okay. He, he, he immediately injected a new energy into the game. So that's not fair to me for me to say he didn't make an immediate impact, but he didn't make an immediate impact on the score sheet until the 88th minute. And I saw a tweet from Sam McDowell today that said he had literally just filed his story to the star, uh, told his editor, my story's done. And then Johnny kicked this free kick. And I was like, that's why you don't do that, Sam. You don't, you don't say that the game's over until it's over. Um, but or maybe he should, maybe that's the good luck charm right there. <laughs> Just write your story, big guy.
2: Just write, publish that shit now.
1: But Johnny took a free kick from, I'd say 25 fish, 24, 25 yards out. Perfect spot for Johnny left footed, uh penalty take or that was uh, crazy. free kick taker. Um, Places it perfectly over the wall into the top right corner. I don't know if he could have gotten to it anyway, but have you ever seen a more pathetic effort than Tim Howard's effort and goal on this free kick?
2: I don't know if his depth perception was off or what. Like if he thought it was gonna hit the post or go wide, but Tim Milia stops that ball. Tim Milia oh, yeah. lays out and punches it away. But Tim Howard, oh my god, I didn't understand. I was like I was like screaming in excitement and also just baffled at to why he did not push that away.
1: I was trying to figure out, did he like, did he blow his hamstring when he was like springing off his left leg? Like what happened? Like you don't ever see someone just be like, eh, I'm good. I'm, I get paid $2 million a year, but I'm not going to try to save it. Um, and it wasn't even very weird. He even kind of lined up on the right side of the net. He, he was, he was on that side. It wasn't like he was trying to go all the way across the net. He just didn't even make an effort. Um, Like I
2: said, I would have liked to hear him like uh, defend himself on that or whatever, or or maybe hear him say why, you know, why he didn't get to that. But that was, yeah, that was interesting.
1: It was crazy. Um, You know, and this was all right after Johan Blomberg of uh, of Colorado picked up two yellow cards in a span of seven minutes and sent Colorado down to 10. Right. Um, thanks for coming out. (laughs) And his second yellow was so stupid. It was time wasting. He just kicked the ball away right before the free kick. Um,
2: and he did. I'm not even sure he thought anything about it. I'm not sure he meant to time waste, but it sure as hell looked like it to the referee. And the referee's like, I ain't having that. Go take a
1: seat. Alan Chapman was not here for it. And he, uh, he sent him a wick. Um, Johnny literally played for seven minutes, dude. That was crazy. Yeah. Johnny Russell almost, uh, Probably should have won another free kick in in stoppage time um, just outside the box. But for whatever reason, that time Chapman was like, no, no, get up. So, No,
2: what about that handball in the box,
1: dude? Was it a handball? Everyone's saying it was. Dylan Cerna, his hand touched it. But now the question is, yeah, was it in an unnatural position? Was there intent? Doesn't matter if there's
2: intent. He was on the ground.
1: You know, I'm honestly okay know, man. with it not being called because I try to. I, the way I think about it is, I try to flip it. If that were sporting KC, would I be pissed if that was given as a handball? It didn't really affect the play. It didn't stop the ball from going into the net. Yes, it touched his hand as he was like trying to balance himself, but he didn't. Go, like, I don't know that I would consider it an unnatural position per se. So, I'm okay with it, but.
2: I don't know. I couldn't see it like in live time, anyways. So, but you know, they reviewed it. VAR, and here's what I love, dude: the ball went out of bounds, and Botan was about to pass it back in, and uh, uh, Peter told him no. He said, "Hold up, don't throw it in right now," because he gave Mm -hmm. the VAR referee a chance to look at it. And I was like, "Peter, you, you crafty son of a gun!
1: (laughs) Like, you know what you're doing, bro. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Peter. uh, Turns out he knows what he's doing." After all these years, it was a little bit, <laughs> so soccer genius man, um so it ends one one we get we get a
2: draw, i we feel a little better, I, we feel better than a loss, I mean, coming back like that, yeah, I
1: think you know at this point with with all the game well, it was what like six games in eighteen days or something like that, all sorts of travel out of the country to different countries overseas where well. I don't know if technically overseas, but to different parts of North America. um, You think, okay, you win at home, you draw on the road, and you win in the CCL It's what you're going for. They've just about done that, except they lost last second to LAFC, so you're a point off what you want to do, but LAFC is also really good. Like, all in all, you're feeling pretty good about where things are right now for Sporting KC, don't you think? This has been a pretty good you know, three weeks, four weeks of
2: soccer, whatever it's been, you know, um, you're feeling pretty good about it. So, but you get time off now. And like Peter said, at the end of the game, we're going to get away from soccer. Uh, you know, take a few days off. I think he should give him a damn week off, but I understand why, why you can't do that. Um, so yeah, man, they'll come back and get ready for Montreal. And we won't even talk about that yet. We'll, we'll preview that next week. So yeah, for sure. exciting stuff.
1: Um, I mean, this is this is a much different situation in league play than like Toronto was in last year. And I think everybody looked at what Toronto yeah. was doing where they were just bombing an MLS to start and everyone was like, oh, it's because they're focusing on CCL. And I think people thought like you kind of had to choose one or the other because all sorts of questions we were getting before is like, should, it, should Sporting KC prioritize CCL if it means bombing out of uh, MLS? And there was that Blue Testament article, which was like, I want sporting KC to lose after four games so we can focus on MLS. And I'm I was just like, I don't think you have to choose. I don't think they Yeah, I don't want to lose at all. No. And CCL's done in like early May, and then there's still like five more months of the regular season. Like there's plenty of time for both.
2: We're rolling, bro. So we're we're rolling and this is a uh hell, if you look at the standings right now, we're we're sixth place, dude. We're we're in the playoffs. So we're above the red line, so we're 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 doing what we need to do, and it's freaking March, man! It's been three freaking weeks of MLS. I'm I'm jacked. There's 31 more weeks to
1: go. Yeah, it's pretty darn cool. Um, lots of lots of really cool stuff going on. Um, let's uh let's go over a couple other things that happened in MLS, and then we'll jump back to CCL. Um, before we get to some questions, um. Seattle Sounders man, they look scary. Have you watched any of their stuff?
2: No, I've just seen the results and they are putting goals away, but come
1: on, I mean they they
2: they put goals on a Chicago fire team and they also let let in quite a few goals from them,
1: yeah, I mean, you're right they you know, but they won four two against the fire, and if you look at the expected goals like it should have been a little bit closer than that even but Jordan Morris, man, he looks healthy. He looks real good on that left wing. Raul Ruy Diaz, their striker, he looks really good. They both have three goals apiece. Seattle's three wins through three games, allowing or scoring ten goals. I just, you know, between Seattle and LAFC and Sporting KC, those are gonna be the three teams in the West that are that are gonna be fighting for it all year. So pretty scary stuff. Yeah, I there. think you're right. Um It really is. The Red Bulls look good. Your boy, Wayne Rooney, got a hat trick in a 5-0 route of RSL. So, D.C. looks that was real crazy. good.
2: There was one hell, hell of a volley from his corner kick, dude. That was
1: insane. Yeah. DC's good, man. D.C. might challenge for the top spot in the East. So. That's what everyone's saying. I mean, they just beat three really good teams right off the bat. So, what are you going to do? Minnesota came back down to earth. Uh, they lost to an LA Galaxy team that didn't even have Zlatan. So, you know, maybe the uh, loon's luck has run out.
2: Galaxy, they have some names. If they can just work together, man, you know, Leggett and and Alessandrini, they they can do things.
1: Yeah, they got some names. It's just a question of, especially on offense, it's just a question of can they work out their defense. That was their problem last year. You know. That's true. They were getting goals left and right from Zlatan and then losing 3-4. So, um, right, right. My two favorite games of the week, though, were FC Cincinnati just dismantling Portland, 3-0, in their first game, MLS game in Cincinnati. Pretty darn cool. And uh, Atlanta United still struggling, barely, barely getting a point in a draw against the Philadelphia Union at home at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So...
2: They barely got that point right at the end, man.
1: It's uh, I thought we were
2: gonna get another segment of salty Atlanta fans for a loss, but nope, we got salty Atlanta fans for a draw because oh, they're yeah. they're all salty, dude. Every damn one of them.
1: They are. I saw one person who was talking about how Pity's not actually that good, and they need to send him back to Argentina. And I was like, y'all were just saying four weeks Whoa. ago that he was gonna be the best player in MLS. Oh, how quickly they have turned. We gotta just so we gotta calm down. Yeah,
2: I don't see any of that overreaction stuff from any other team no
1: that's crazy there was even one person one atlanta fan i saw that was like i hope atlanta loses the rest of the game so we can test the metal of our fan base and see who really is a real fan and i was like y'all gotta calm down what kind of take is that i don't know i was like y'all gotta just chill that's
2: like i i hope your grandmother dies so you can deal with it and see how you cope what (gasps) who wishes these things
1: I don't know. I just, like, people got to relax. Atlanta's going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs. Maybe they don't win the East. I don't know, but y'all will be fine. Turns out you can't just... Maybe they don't
2: make the playoffs. Well,
1: I mean, if they don't, that will be a a joyous day in all of the league. Um, Hell, a girl can dream, you know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. MLS is hard, turns out. You can't just come in and buy your success immediately and have it last forever. So... That's not how it works. But Nope. Let's uh let's jump back to this um this CCL game that happened against um uh, Independiente uh last Thursday night oh, yes. at Children's Mercy Park. Um
2: or Cai as they call it. I don't even know what that stands for, but Kai.
1: I think it's like Club Atlético Independiente de Panama.
2: Oh, makes sense. So
1: um you know We all knew what the situation was coming back into this game. Sporting Casey were down two to one. They had scored a road goal in Independiente, uh, but which was big. But Sporting Casey pretty much needed to win this game, uh, or they did need to win this game. Um, One nil, one two nil, three one. Yeah, they needed to win either one nil or by two goals was was the situation because a 2-1 would have led to uh, to penalties and then any other form of a one goal victory would have uh advanced independiente on the away goals um this was a were you feeling confident before this game do you remember how you were feeling i i was um
2: and then like you know as the game goes on no no confidence at all you're getting kind of scared. Yeah. You know you just need one goal to open it up and uh nothing's guaranteed, man. And at being an MLS team against CONCACAF Champions League opposition, you're not confident anyways. So right. you're just you're not expecting to win anything. Well,
1: and at this point, before the game started, we knew Sporting KC was the last hope of MLS and CONCACAF Champions League because Great White Hope. The Red Bulls had lost. 6-2 on aggregate after they got up 2-0 and had pulled level um on on uh on aggregate um then Santos Laguna scored four goals in like 9 minutes and just put put the game away um so they were out that was bananas dude and then Tigres won 3-0 on aggregate over Houston and Atlanta beat Monterey in the second leg one zero, but they had lost three zero. In the first leg, so they were out three yep. one. So it all was on sporting KC. We were the last hope.
2: Hey, Atlanta, Atlanta kicked off Monterey's losing streak. They went
1: and they went and lost in Liga MX play as well. They did. So we'll we'll get to Monterey here in in just yeah. a little bit, fortunately. But it became abundantly clear from the very first kick that Independiente was not interested. We're packing in it in soccer. They, and I mean, hey, credit to them. It almost worked, but I have never... And the Oscar goes too. Yeah. Oh my God. So much flopping, so much acting. People would fall down. Bro, I've never booed so much
2: in my entire life. Oh my
1: God. They'd be stretchered off. They'd be flailing around like they were dying. I mean, I was like, what the... Oh, dude. Yeah.
2: One of their players grabbed their junk at me. Did they really? Yeah. Because he he was the one that uh, that he took a stretcher off and then came back on, and I go, how was that stretcher, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he grabbed his junk, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm victimized. Like, I don't know. I don't have any response to that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Because he was. I was like, oh, you needed a stretcher? And then you had a guy over here with frosted tips like Timberlake back in 97. It, it was just... We we're laying into him man we we have never booed so much in my entire life,
1: well, yeah, man, I'm just it was uh, I don't know it was it was a scary, scary game from the get go because you knew that we had to score um and
2: we were desperate, i mean we were never desperate, we were never in desperation mode, but you can tell we were hungry,
1: yeah, no, so your boy, Bobby Warshaw. Um, had a take that oh god <laughs> that he Fuck thought him. he thought Sporting KC seemed desperate and and I think that is absolutely not at all remotely what this was Sporting KC were in control of this Yeah that's some douchebaggery game. right there Sporting KC were in control of this game from the get go 73% uh possession there was not a single 5 minute interval when Sporting KC did not win the possession passing accuracy 82% to 55% shots 27 to 5 on target shots, thirteen to three. Like this was a route of yeah. a game. Um, you want to know what
2: desperation would be if they scored a goal and we were now down one nil, and we have to score three goals.
1: Well, and someone that's
2: desperation. Yeah, we never were in desperation.
1: No, not at all. Um, someone pointed out to me. I am trying to remember who it was. I am blanking. Um, I think it was uh, at. I don't know how you say the handle at acoustic. Um A C O U P S T I C K was pointing out that like the way you measure desperation for Sporting K C is by how many crosses we start whipping in the box. Like if you know, like if we just start flying upfield and just whipping in crosses with no rhyme or reason, like that's when you know sporting KC is pretty desperate. If you look at the key passes and where the assists came from, this is this is not the same sporting KC team that you've seen before all of the key passes came directly up the middle. The assists came from either just up the middle or, um, or just inside the box. Like this is not a team that was just whipping and crosses without rhyme or reason. So I don't buy the desperation argument whatsoever. Um, but yeah, ditto. having said that where minute by minute, Ten minutes by ten minutes, you know, time's ticking by. Time's ticking by. Time's ticking by. Their goalkeeper is having the game of his life, saving holy hell. saving balls with his chest, saving balls with his face, like and his face, any possible way he could save the ball. Damn, ouch. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a, a goalkeeper performance like that really before? Like in person?
2: No, just that one video that that Scott Sterling video or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, Zusi had a gorgeous free kick that looked like it was going into the upper right corner, and somehow Jose Guerra oh, yeah. just dove, like did what Tim Howard probably should have done, dove and punched the ball away. Um, at that point... I, well, he maxed out his damn
2: saves. Like, he maxed them out. He had no more saves to give.
1: I mean, there was crazy-ass things happening. Like, Felipe gets the ball wide open at... Oh, at the, the penalty spot, kicks it right at Guerra. It bounces off his chest right back to Felipe, who kicks it again. It bounces Gets off his chest. It's the, the post. rebound. Like, oh. It was insane. It was
2: nuts, dude. And it was so cold. I couldn't have my phone out. And I knew you were texting me, too, because I would feel my watch <laughs> vibrating. And I was like, dude, I then I got to take my gloves off. It's a whole thing. I can't feel my toes right now. Like, so i'm sorry I, I didn't mean to ignore you
1: <laughs> it's okay i thought you just decided you hated me in the middle of uh, the game but hey you know whatever
2: bro i was checking text messages with my nose on my watch <laughs> i was
1: <laughs> i was scrolling my watch with my nose i mean johnny had a point blank shot at least once if not like two or three times like we were getting shot after shot after shot um yeah the biggest bummer of the game was daniel i love it daniel got yeah. hurt real early um he did. I think it's just a rolled ankle though is what people are saying. That's what Peter said. But he was limping post game. Like he limped all the way to his car. Oh yeah. So
2: I mean, maybe a little more than a roll. I mean, but hey, two weeks off here giving him good rest, man. But I read a fun thing on uh on Twitter about Gerso, and I can't remember oh no, I saved it. I saved it. It was uh at NM the noise Nathan Martin. It looks like he said Gerso misses chances other players never create. I like that. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I mean, he's in the position. At least he creates those. I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of that Michael Jordan quote, like you miss a hundred percent, or the Michael Scott quote, whatever it is. You know,
1: you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Michael Jordan. Michael Scott. Exactly. So yeah. Um, yeah, and I give so a lot of grief. Like after that last possession in the Colorado game, I was like, that was the most Jersey way to end a game because he just dribbled right into two Colorado defenders in the box and didn't even get a shot off. Um But he does create chances other people don't. So that's 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 fair. Um but we were getting chance after chance after chance, and I didn't realize I was doing this, but I was sitting in the press box, and apparently I kept saying, like, when Johnny had the ball or when Felipe got the ball, I kept saying out loud, this is it, this is it. <laughs> and the guy sitting next to the left of me, he's another writer for the Blue Testament, <laughs> finally said to me, he goes, would you shut the hell up and stop saying it because it keeps not happening. And I was like, oh, sorry. Sorry so um well then (laughs) i mean he wasn't like actually mad but like because we were just like grabbing each other i've never heard a press box so quiet in my life everyone was nervous um but then nemo man 74th minute we got the hero we need oh shit sorry about that what happened you alive just
2: dropping uh dropping phones (laughs) (laughs) Our Don't listeners. worry about me. This is live. Um, yep. Uh, no, Nemo, dude.
1: Those these these goals, all three of them you're about to mention, were phenomenal. So it was off of a free kick, and then Botan Barath headed it down to Nemo, who off the volley one time just fires it straight into the net. Gera had no Beautiful. chance. Um And t- you, I mean, you and the rest Shot of the Cauldron must have been must have been going crazy, right?
2: Oh yeah. I'm just upset that it was down on the opposite
1: side of the field from me. Uh, I, I, I didn't get to see it up close and personal. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Now I will say, Botan admitted after the game he, that that his header was—he was trying to shoot it. He—it's not like he picked out Namath really? on the header. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, it was a shot." But hey.
2: Uh, that's embarrassing <laughs>
1: maybe uh maybe don't maybe don't admit that <laughs> yeah well you know he's it was nowhere close to being on goal he's hungarian obviously they don't have media that speak to the players Bro. immediately after games over in europe he speaks english but it's not his first language so he's learning about you know when you be honest and when you dri- his english is pretty good yeah his english is fine but he gives very short terse answers right now and he's also very truthful right.
2: But this is so, this is America. We're liars, okay? Just lie, dude. <laughs> it
1: looked good. Say you meant to do that shit like that. Just lie. Yeah, yeah. He should have. But hey, he was honest. And but hey, it worked. Um, this was also the game. I think. I mean, it's, especially if it's like, especially if coach is
2: like, yeah, you get incentive when you get assists, man. And he's like, nah, I wasn't trying for an assist. <laughs> what? No, why are you telling the truth? Uh, Shut up.
1: He's uh <laughs> He's a menace on the field, but he's too pure off the field. He cannot tell a lie. I guess. Or just take your head off. Just a pure,
2: um, gorgeous-looking cleaning guy.
1: <laughs> this was the game, too, right? I mean, they're all blending together now because there's been so many. When Seth just drilled Peter in yeah. the chest. Is this that game?
2: It was. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bro,
2: Seth. Seth is the great white hope, man. He is that... He's that player on the team that you don't really think about because he's not making millions of dollars, but the things he does on the field, you're like, we're a better team with Seth Sinovic on the field. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about because he doesn't get that conversation as much. He doesn't get that respect. But you watch him, dude, and he stands people up, or he takes them one-on-one and nutmegs a defender. What's that shit? Yeah. What's that about? Yeah.
1: And how many times has someone come and tried to take Seth's job? Whether it's Marcel Dejong, yeah. or Igor Julio, or Jimmy Madranda, yeah. or Rodney Wallace, or whoever it is—insert person here. Labato, everybody, dude. It always comes back to Seth. So, Seth's like, "Okay, I,
2: wel- I welcome the break, but I'll be taking that back here in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Right. Thanks for keeping it warm for me."
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, we finally got up one zero. Which meant we were going through if that result result held, but too in, much
2: time left. Way too much time left.
1: Still, still sixteen minutes left. Independiente they they pull one back and and suddenly they're going through
2: now, bro. They were coming too. You knew they were going to send everyone they and all of a sudden they're mad at us for time yeah. wasting. And yeah. I love it. Nameth Concacaf the shit out of that game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. And you know it was uh. I, I asked every single player that I talked to post game, was it, was it fun to, to sort of turn that on its head and sort of give them a taste of their own medicine? And of course he got the Zeusy answer and he's like, that's not what we were trying to do. We're still out there trying to win the game. Oh. And you know, Zeus. Bullshit, never...
2: Zeus. Yeah. You bullshitter. You can't bullshit a shitter.
1: Well, the reason that I knew it was is because one, Roger was just like, yeah, it was fun. Um, Roger wasn't, <laughs> Roger was in a, a fantastic mood. Roger was joking around with people. Oh Hell yeah. Um, he was he was he was talking about how he thought he blew his chance to score, and he was all sad, and then he was so happy when he got his other chance to score. Like he was joking around with reporters. Um, Very selfless pass from Johnny Russell there at the end. Yeah, I'll talk about that goal here in a sec. But the way I knew that they were having fun out there, re- reversing the roles on on Independiente, is because Matt Beazler even more so than Zusi is so buttoned up in all of his answers. He never gives you a quote. He even told us as he was walking up, oh, you guys ready to get a quote from me? You know I'm so good at him. Well, when I asked him if it was fun to turn the tables and sort of do that time-wasting back at Independiente, I think it caught him off guard a bit because he actually laughed and was like, yeah, it was. So even (laughs) Beasler admitted that it was fun. They
2: knew what they were doing, man. They knew what they were doing. I loved it. Christian Namath was like, Dude, I, just, I laughed out loud because he's holding his ankle. And then all of a sudden, he pops up and runs off. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's I so mean, funny. They were doing that stuff for 74 minutes. And so it only serves them right. Oh, hell yeah. They were literally playing. Did you see this? At one point, they were literally playing hot potato with the soccer ball. They were grabbing it off of a free kick and tossing it around, playing like keep away from sporting. I was like, yeah, what the hell is happening? I've never seen that in my life um it, it was a little much i mean the referee
2: kind of tried to control that but he didn't control it early enough like he should have set that standard early because it was happening so early in the game
1: yeah well and after that first goal you see Ilie almost got into it with like the entire Independiente team like sure did i was like you better not touch him he uh he said after the game and now, granted, this is Ilya talking about it from his perspective. There's probably a little bit more feistiness coming from Ilya. but he said that he was just walking by to get the ball, and that their keeper hit him for no reason. And Ilya said he turned to him and looked at him and said, "We're going to leave that all on the field." And then they kept uh, kept trying to come at him, and then someone had to come in and separate the two of them. It looked to me like Ilya was doing a little more talking than that, but um, yeah, he was he was ja- he was Jabber John, absolutely. But and then Zusi grabbed the ball. who was trying to kind it. Zusi was trying to play keep away, and then Independiente was all mad when he was doing it, and it it just turned into a mess. It got peak conch. Yeah, calf. it's like, so. oh, does this does this upset you? That's crazy because <laughs> I thought this was how you guys like
2: to play soccer. So we just thought we'd get on your level, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I was fired up, dude. <laughs> uh, tell me how I you was really so feel. mad. Um, I was. I mean that that first goal though, that breakthrough was everything. It just just the crowd erupted, man. All you know, twelve thousand of us that were there. It was it was pretty bare evening, but uh you gotta you gotta hand it to the people who came out to freeze that night.
1: Yeah, and you kinda had the feeling that once that first one went in for sporting KC, the floodgates were gonna open. I said that to our guy Bob and Weave. Shout out to Bob and Weave who got us two sweet SKC Omaha boys scarves. Yeah. So Thank you, Bob. Thank you. That's awesome, dude. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, SKC Omaha boys. Um pretty cool that's a
2: little uh like they got their own like faction their own supporters group up there in, in omaha
1: yeah yeah they go they they go to pubs and bars and watch the games together when they can't uh rent a bus and make it down um i think they bob, rent a
2: bus that's pretty cool
1: yeah bob said they're gonna rent a vehicle and they're all gonna go up to the minnesota game too so uh damn, damn pretty cool
2: that's awesome
1: um but i told him at halftime i said we get one floodgates gonna open and that's exactly what happened cuz this goal that you mentioned i mean this is one place where jerso had a gorgeous cross to johnny who selflessly puts it back to roger who just fires it into the back of the net and at this point you're feeling like we could score another two or three goals right yeah it's just
2: absolutely i mean and we we wanted to we we wanted to put the game on ice man cuz it was it was game over we we were about to wrap this puppy up
1: And what Peter said was so good about this goal compared to some of the other opportunities that we got, as he was saying in the first half, we were getting a lot of chances, but we were getting into the box. And then we were almost like thinking too much. Like we were taking too long to figure out what it is we wanted to do. And you'd end up with all of the independiente back line with their backs to their goal facing out. They were able to see exactly what was happening. He was like, we just need to whip the balls in faster and get balls in quicker. So they don't even know what's happening. And he was like, on this goal, you could see, Gersow whipped that ball in so fast that they were all still running toward their goal that by the time Johnny kicked it back to Roger, they didn't have time to turn around and see what was happening. So it was just an easy tap in for Roger. So pretty cool stuff there when you think Fantastic. about it from those tactics.
2: Um, it's very cool, man. And at the end of the day, their, their, their Cinderella story's over, and and we set a sporting KC record. We've never been this far in Champions League before.
1: Yep. And the goal that sealed it, it was from Jeruso to Nemo. And Nemo got it right on the six yard line, did a little uh, touch off of his foot, just chipped it up over into the top right corner. 3 0, 4 2 aggregate. Game over. Sporting KC is going on to advance to face Monterey in the semifinals. So
2: Jeruso's pretty damn dangerous, man. I, I was, you know, I was pretty excited when. Uh shallow he was starting i was like this is good this is different they saw gerso last week now they're gonna see daniel and how he creates a little more and he's not as fast as gerso um and then he went down and i was like oh great they're gonna see gerso again <laughs> but it uh <laughs> he made things happen dude he creates chances and he's a very dangerous player he's very fast
1: he is fast he's fast i mean his touch is not always the greatest but you know what it is what it is so um we advanced a little, a little
2: Portuguese papaya.
1: <laughs> we advance to Monterey, who, as you mentioned, um, they they earned their second straight defeat, their first straight in or their first defeat in the Liga MX Clausura to Tijuana. Um, but Monterey is good, good man. sign. Monterey is real good. So, we're, we're not going to uh to get into previewing that quite yet because it's still a ways off. But nah, I guess, real quick, do they scare you? How are you feeling?
2: Oh, for sure, dude. It's a, This will be the hardest challenge we've had. I mean, but you know what? Everyone said Toluca was going to be a hard challenge, so we beat them 5-0 on aggregate. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I know we're going to prepare just like any other game and really focus on things uh, and on tape and watch them and everything like that. But, yeah, they're scary. That stadium they play in, though, dude, you got to be jacked to play in a, oh in a stadium like that in front of all those people. You know, sporting's going to be pumped. Oh my
1: God. It's gorgeous. It's, it's probably the stadium I want to visit in Mexico more than any other stadium. Um, and it's crazy that my team's playing there. I just, it's hundreds of dollars for a flight and it's midweek and I can't do it. Um, can't pull it off, but man, mm-hmm. it's going to be so cool. I can't wait. It's exciting. So unfortunately I will be out of town for a work conference again when they play at home. So I'm not even going to be there for the home home, but, um, that sucks. It does suck. So, uh, but I will be watching. So, (laughs) um, yeah, we mentioned every other team that crashed out of CCL. Um, we do have some fan questions, so let's, uh, let's, I know we're, we're, we're getting close to time here, but let's, uh, let's touch on some of these real quick. Um, Justin Schaefer says, Which player do you think will benefit the most from this two week break? Um, uh, it's a good question. I think a lot of players probably need a break, but do, is there one in particular that you think, Oh my gosh, this guy just needs a rest? Let's just give him some time. Gosh,
2: I don't know if there is, dude. It's, it's everyone's really, no one's play has really suffered. Um, I would say give Jerko the rest because he's the one running his butt off to all these longer balls, but no one's really showed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think I don't know. Maybe maybe Zusi at times. Zusi looks like he could get beat at times, but I mean he showed it in, in LA, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, I mean these answers maybe don't jump off the page right at first, but Daniel Shallowy and Andrew Fontas both are trying to recover from injury so the little break's probably going to help them get back to full health um you know a player like Namath, he's been playing a lot of minutes but it's almost like sometimes if a striker's feeling and so good and they're in such goal scoring form you almost don't want to give them that long off because you want them to keep it going um
2: that's true man
1: so i don't know i i, I think Zusi's probably a good shout just at his age and and how much running he's done that's that's probably not a bad one um Mansky, this is going back to colorado real quick but he, he just says were you guys as terrified as i was going into the game that rubio kamara and benny would all score for colorado as one big middle finger to kansas city um
2: <laughs> i didn't even stop to think about that because i know benny's playing more of a defensive midfielder role yeah. but kai and rubio yeah definitely crossed my mind
1: yeah yeah I, I mean i was worried about it and it happened but hey you know it is what it is. I, that result, I wasn't actually that worried about it, even if we lost, because there's plenty of time in MLS. Um, uh, Garrett Alley wanted to know um, what's going on with Croze. Is he just trying to figure out where his spot is in the lineup. Um, I mean, he's, he's played sparingly, but yeah, I mean, he's kind of turning into, I think almost that Jimmy Madronda type utility player where he can kind of slot in wherever he needs. And, Maybe not starting caliber, but he just is good enough at different places where he can play wherever. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Croze? Absolutely. Um, it seems like that he's that utility player, man. He's the he's the wit Merrifield of Kansas City Royals. Uh, He'll you he can come on wherever you need him.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he's he's still that high energy guy. He's still gonna run all over the place. He's gonna bowl some people over if he needs to. He's like a little bit of a bull in a China shop at yep. times. But uh a you
2: know. little bit. He, he's got that Dan Couser mentality where if he loses the ball, he's going to go prairie dog that guy <laughs> and, and push him over to get the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to track yeah.
1: him. and He might he might get a foul. He might get a card. Love but, it. you know. Oh, he might. Effort is never a He'll question. feel good that he got some revenge. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, this is kind of a fun one. We got this by an email from Brian Scarborough. He said, Last week's discussion about Tim Melia entering the Jimmy Nielsen-Tony Miola status with SKC got me thinking who all on the current roster for SKC will have their name on the stadium wall? It feels like a pretty high percentage Ooh, yes. of the starters. And then he says, Zussi, Beazler, Melia, Espinoza, and Sinovic. What do you think? So, and then he says, as always, love the podcast. Uh, Keep on the main keeping on. guys. So,
2: I mean, you got to say bees, right? You you would think Zussi and Espinoza as well. I, I don't you know, you don't really put Sinovic in that conversation, but hey, he's still there and doing good things, so so why not?
1: Yeah, I so that's the thing, is my gut reaction I think Melia will get up there too. Like Melia is gonna go down, I think, think when so? it's all said and done is the best goalkeeper Sporting Casey's ever had. Um He's still got I like that. He's still got lots of years left. He's gonna win an MLS Cup. I absolutely believe he's gonna win an MLS Cup for Sporting Casey. Um, he's probably gonna win another Open Cup or two. Uh, he'll be up there. Zusi, Beasler, and Espinoza probably have to be up there too. My my initial reaction to Sinovic was no, but then I almost felt bad for saying that just because of everything you've said it's like he's just that like unsung piece that's just like the cog that keeps it all going almost. So
2: I know he doesn't get the respect, man. But you think about that that solid group. You do think Beasler, Zusi, Espinoza like they're that trio that have really given everything and been more, most consistent with this club. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why Seth doesn't get that respect, man.
1: I don't know either. Um, it's just, I guess you, he doesn't,
2: you know what? These are all good questions though. I, I love, I love when we get questions, man. Oh, I yeah. love it.
1: These thought provoking ones. I man, you guys tell us, tweet us at no other pod at Dan Coozer, at JC max zero three. Um, who do you think is going to be up? Makes me up one of the sporting legends up at the end there, um, on the wall. Um, Hell, I don't know how long he'll be in Kansas City. I don't know how long he'll play, but, like, Johnny Russell, if he finished out his career in Kansas City when it's all said and done. Fan favorite. He could be a guy up there. Ilya, if he finished out Illye his career could here. could, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just so tough.
2: I mean, I don't see someone like Shallowy staying here his whole career, but, uh, you know, if he did, it would be a crazy decision on his part. <laughs>
1: Pull a Jordan Morris. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is a really good question. I really, really like this one. It's thought-provoking. So, yeah. You guys tell us. Who do you think? Anybody else? Um, we'd love to know.
2: So, that's good stuff.
1: And then real quick, there's, you know, it's an international break this week. Um, so, you know, there's there's some some MLS games. Nothing that's... Yeah, you got a couple games this yeah, week. Yeah, you know, there's LAFC RSL, New York Orlando... Dallas, Colorado, Philly, Columbus, and New England, FC Cincy. So there's some games. I don't know. Maybe.
2: Well, let's also talk about this, dude. We didn't even really mention. I mean, you can watch Scotland and Hungary. Um if you have, you know, ESPN three or, or watch ESPN um, you know, Thursday, Johnny Russell's gonna play at ten AM and, and Christian Namath plays at two forty five. I think
1: Botan is daytime is soccer the, if you're not doing nothing. Botan's on the Hungary team too, I think.
2: Yeah, both on. That's right. So, um, and then on Sunday they they both play at noon again. So it's pretty cool. But then Thursday night you have you have USA soccer, and then that following Tuesday you have USA soccer. Yep. So U.S.
1: men's national pretty, team. No, no shortage of soccer to watch. Taking on Ecuador Thursday, and then Diego Rubio in Chile on Tuesday. Um, no. Uh, did did Rubio get called up? Rubio did get called up. Yeah, for the Chilean national team. Mm, Boo. So. No, uh, no sporting KC players on the uh, the US team this time around um there's that ever ever present question of when if and when will Tim Melia ever get a call and at this point i think it's unfortunately pretty clear i don't think it's ever happening so they called in uh, probably not they called in freaking Jesse Gonzalez to replace the injured Zach Steffen instead of Tim Melia so if that if it's not now it's it's not ever but hey what are you going to do? Crazy. Tim. Uh, just crazy. Tim's just going to have to stay dancing around naked in the back of Johan's Instagram stories. So.
2: Oh my God. I hope you guys saw that on our Twitter. <laughs> I, I found an Instagram story from Johan. Zeusi put some dude's face in his crotch and Tim Milia was in the background just naked. <laughs> um, very funny. We got the receipts on that and someone even tagged Tim Milia in our post. Yeah. So he's probably like, Holy shit, Johan, I'm gonna kill you.
1: <laughs> that that post was not on Johan's story much later. So He took it off, huh? It got taken down. My guess is part of they tell you what they at least they tell us when we walk into the locker room, no videos because they don't want someone's mm-hmm. naked ass in a video. And so uh That's true. You've it's seen Ilias
2: hairless bottom.
1: I've i I've seen many a sporting player's hair, hair hairy and hairless bottoms. So oh gross
2: um, who's the hairiest Graham I
1: don't I don't honestly remember I don't pay that much attention so eh, yes you um, do it's okay let us know <laughs> later off the record uh, off the record <laughs> um anyway we've gone we've gone a little long but there was so this much this has
2: gone on too far
1: t- so so much so, so when we start talking about hairy bottoms we've probably <laughs> surpassed where we should have ended um but <laughs> anywho uh, there, there was a lot to talk about this week so we just wanted to get it all in there but uh, anything else yes. for our good and faithful listeners
2: nothing else folks I, I like doing the Q&A stuff at the end I like answering sporting questions so if you have a man get them out to us uh, via Twitter help some people send us emails so it's, it's yeah. very cool
1: Twitter Twitter DM email so at no other pod at JCMax03 at Dan Couser. you can reach us all on Twitter there facebook.com slash no other pod. You can send us a message there. No other pod at gmail.com. You can send us an email there. And yeah, yeah. The, the questions do not have to pertain to the game that just happened or the game coming up. Like if you had a great question, like the, Hey, which of our guys are going to be a sporting legend. That's awesome. Bring it to us. We love that discussion. Great question. So, Hell yes. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for, uh, thank for sticking you. with us in this podcast. Um, no sporting KC game next week, but we'll be back. We'll we'll talk USMNT. We'll talk uh, maybe a little Scotland, maybe a little Hungary, and we'll talk what else happened. Preview, in, uh, preview a little Montreal. We'll do a little Montreal preview. Montreal, uh, you know they they got some guys, but you know they're maybe not the best in the East. But we'll we'll get all into that next week. So until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We're no other pod. We'll be back at you next week. Thanks so much for listening. See ya. Peace out. He's coming back.